Okay, good morning. We are on Kuf Lamed Tet. We're in the middle of Si'if Dalid. Just to point out real quick from yesterday, if a person is doleg, he misses a Pasuk and he has to go back. So yes, you don't have, you end up just going back for those one plus two Pesukim. That's all you have to read. It's Beferish. And you don't have to go back and read Kaseder all the way. You don't have to reread the whole Parsha if you went back. It happens to be similar by a Sefer Torah if you write it. You're allowed to write, the, we learned, you're allowed to write a Sefer Torah completely out of order. Write a word here, a word there, a page here, a page there, and then put it all together. Unlike the mezuzah and tefillin. So, so too, obviously, Lechadchila, we go in order, but, okay, that's for that. And then, just to reiterate, by someone who cannot see, can he get an aliyah? So the minag is definitely, I believe in all circles, he gets an aliyah. Not a problem. However, some say it's better to give him maftir or a hosafa. Okay, but many also give him a kohen. That's okay too. It's only a real problem if you're blind and you're a cherish. You can't, you're deaf. Because when you say in the bracha, you can't listen to the bal kore. So that's a real problem. Um, Or if you can't speak, for the obvious reason you you can't say the brachas. Okay. Sorry, let's just continue with the Ramah now. So there are different minhagim, what to do with um, opening the Sefer Torah. You need to look inside and you want to say a bracha, but there is an opinion, there is a concept that we don't want people to think the bracha is inside the Sefer Torah. So let's read the Haggah. bracha So when you first open up the Sefer Torah, you look inside where you're going to read from, and then... When you actually say the bracha, you should turn your head a little bit outside of the inside of the Sefer Torah, so that it doesn't look like you're reading from the inside. That the bracha is from the Torah itself. And he continues, it's ideal to, lean, to turn your head a little bit to the left side, because our left is a Kaddish Baruch who's right. It's just a union of Kavod. Uh, um, some say it's better not to turn your head your way, turn your head away because it looks a little bit like you're insulting the Sefer Torah, like you're not so interested or you're doing something else. You know, like when people daven while they're reading the news, that's not appropriate. So to here, it looks like you might be doing something else. So therefore, you want to close. Uh, some say the maybe the best thing to do is close your eyes. Um, okay, close your eyes. Why you're saying the bracha? Okay. Um, something interesting to point out is what happens if a person makes a mistake and the first bracha, the opening bracha, he doesn't say Asher Bachar Banu, he says Asher Natan Lanu. He, he gets confused and he messes it up. Usually he gets corrected. Um, that's generally what happens. But let's say everybody was sleeping and he said the wrong bracha. So the post can say, And then the after bracha, since you said Asher Natan Lanu the first time, you say Asher Bacharbanu the second time. So it is a machloket, but that's the general maskana, that the order is not me'akev. Uh, if a person says Asher Bacharbanu the first time, and then after, like he's supposed to, and then afterwards again he falls asleep, and he says Asher Bacharbanu the second time, he says it twice, and doesn't say Asher Natan Lanu. So the Mishnah Bura says, if you catch it immediately, I'm not sure if he means Tocha De Dibu or not, then you quickly say, I should continue, Asher Natan Lanu. 
Yanyal um, Yosef, he says, if you finish the bracha and you're done, you don't repeat it. Because it might be that you are Yosef, Safik Bracha Sahakel, and just stand up there, or you don't have to stand up there, just tell the guy, the next Aliyah, when you say Asher Natanan, who keep me in mind as well. Okay, so that's for the uh, unlikely occurrence. When you're put on the spot, you need to know what to do. Hey, Nagu Lechasot HaKetab B'Sudar Ben Gavra Lagavra. We don't leave the Torah wide open. We cover it up with a sudar, with some kind of a cloth. Alright, we have that's typical for a Svartic show. Where they don't have that. Nagu Megulelet Ben Gavra Lagavra Vachenikar. You close it up. Many Svartim do that too. Between Aliyot, you just close up um, the Sefer Torah, whether it's you roll it up or you just close up the case. So it doesn't stay open with the words open, Ben Gavra Lagavra. Vav. Omer Baruchu Vehabrachot Bekol Ram. You must say Baruchu and the Baruchot out loud so everybody can hear, at least the minion. Omri Melachash To'eh. And if you say it quietly so that people around you can't hear, that's a mistake. Number one, because a Baruchu needs to be said out loud, it's a Davrasha Bigdusha, with a minion listening. Number two, the Baruchot also need to be heard by the Tzibor, because the Baruchot were Nitkan, they were established for Kavod of the Torah. To have a bracha around them. So, and that's, that's part of, uh, Kabbalah Torah. It's for the seaboard to hear it. So the question is, what happens? Do you go back? Do you repeat it? Some say, that you do have to repeat it and go back and say Baruchu and the bracha all over again. However, that's not the halacha. The halacha for Ashkenazim and Svartim is you do not repeat it. This is an example of halacha. Stam uh, kistam. When it's stam v'yeshomrim, malacha kistam. Now, it's, it is not always clear. Sometimes this yeshomrim we mentioned comes to clarify and explain. But um, so that's why it's, it, in those, when it's confusing, it helps to look at the base Yosef inside. Haga, um, right? Or obviously, just follow the the later acronym who uh, explain it for you. Haga, kedei sheyishmu ha'am. You have to say Baruch Hu aloud so everybody can answer. Now what happens if the guy did say it quietly? So we already said, we're not Choser. If the guy did it quietly. What do you do? What do you answer? You didn't, you didn't, hear, the, the, you didn't, hear, you didn't hear him say Baruch The only thing you hear is one or two guys on the, on the stage Next to the bima, you hear them answering Baruch Hashem and Baruch Lambet. So what do you do? So the Ramah writes, Lo yanuimo, don't answer with them. You didn't hear them. Elaonin amen al chazan. You answer amen to those who are saying Baruch Hashem and Baruch Lambet. Okay, that happens once in a while. Zayin. Achar shiyanu ha'am Baruch Hashem and Baruch Lambet. After that, Sibor answers, Chozer ha'mevarech. And then the Ola, the guy gets the Aliyah, repeats, or says, Omer, Baruch Hashem Hamavarach Leolam Ba'ed. He also says that Kedeli Chlol Hamavarich Atzlam Bichlal Hamavarachim to show that he is one of the people who also want to bless the Kaddish Baruch Hu or declare that he's the source of all brachot. Okay, Ches. Afilo Berach Berchat Torah Le'atzma. You said your own Berchat Torah right before they call you up for an Aliyah. Right? You walk in late. You start saying. Some people obviously say it back at home, but this guy came to show very late, and now they're a Birchat and he just starts opening up the sitter, saying Birchat from himself. 
and they call him up with his name. He has to go up. When you get up on stage, you must repeat the bracha, even if you said it two seconds before. The mishum, we'll say this already, the mishum kevora Torah nitkana keshekare betzibor. Because the bracha, seberecha setara, is for the kavara, the Torah, for the tzibor, and so, and everyone has to hear. Um, obviously, the, the post can point out that when, uh, while you're walking up, you have a couple seconds, you should rattle off a pasuk. So at least you have a, a Dvar Torah on your own first bracha. Otherwise, it kind of comes out that your first bracha may be a bracha levatala. Okay. Um, tet. Im Kodem You come late to show. You didn't even say your own berchatatara. He calls you up. And so you go up to get an aliyah. Now you are, so now what happened? You said the bracha of Asher Bachar Banu, and you said Asher Natamanu. Now you're going back to your seat, and you have to daven, right? So, Kavar Niftar Milavarech Birkat Asher Bachar Banu. So here, since you already said the bracha of Asher Bachar Banu, uh, you already yotze that bracha, but you do say Viharevna, and you say Asher Kedeshanu B'Mistav Etzivanu before. So you, because that wasn't said. And the Shulchan Aruch writes, the gara, it's not worse, it's not worse than if a person says avaraba. We already learned that if a person says avaraba, and you have in mind that that's for Divrei Torah, that that takes, that potters you, that you fulfilled your mitzvah, and you don't say those two or three brachot of Bercha Setara. But the Mishnabur and others point out, it's not exactly the same, because avaraba can replace all of those two, that set of two, three brachot. But for here, when you only say Asher Bachar Banu, it only helps for Asher Bachar Banu and you still say the other, the other bracha. Okay? Yud. Bracha Akrona, the after bracha, Asher Natan Lanu Tarat Emet, when you say Hashem gave us the Tarat Emet, Zot Torah Shebichtav, it refers to the written Torah. And then we continue, Vachaye Olam Natabetochenu, and He gave us life. The Chayolam refers to Torah, who Torah Shabbat Okay? Yud Aleph. Akareba Torah Tzarech Lechod Basefer Torah Bishat Habracha. So there's a custom already mentioned um, early among the Rishonim. Uh, I think it's in Yerushalmi is the first source, but certainly in Rishonim, that you are supposed to hold the Sefer Torah when you say a bracha. That's ideal. Right? Not Me'akev, but that's ideal. Haga and the Ramah um, repeats v'samchu minhag ze amashene amar b'shua. It's based on uh, it's like an asmachta. It says lo yamush sefer haTorah hazeh mipicha, and um, hazeh refers to. I'm saying that when the Torah writes hazeh, it's mashma that it's right there and you're holding it because that it's mashma. It's right there in front of you and it wouldn't be in the air or lying on the floor. But they say it's mashma hazeh means you're holding it, so it's right there. Obviously, it's talking about mipicha from your mouth, but, but it's there, hazet. So therefore, it's mashmat, you're holding it in front of you. Um, and, the, and the pasuk continues, chazak ve'emats over there. So again, it's quoted in the, in the Beis Yosef. There's a few words here missing from the Beis Yosef. And it says, when a person gets an aliyah, you should tell him, chazak ve'emats. And that comes out from Sefer Yeshua. Umizeh nagu lomar. 
the Messiah Liko Batara, and from here the Minag is when you when you leave, uh, when you come down and get you finish again Aliyah, the Khopam, Khazak, you tell him Khazak. So nowadays the Minag by the Svarim is you tell him Hazaku Baruch. And the guy answers Hazak wa Emats. So a shtickle of a little bit of what, what you see from I think it's the Yushalmi, but it's definitely in, in the Bas Yosef. And um, yeah, right. Ashkenazim say Yishar Koach or Shkoyach Yishar Koach that you should have the strength to continue in, in, in completing more mitzvot. And they say at the end of, uh, of a whole sefer, Chazak Chazak, Should one lift up the Torah a little bit? I'm not familiar with any uh, need. There might be a personal custom. I've seen people do something like that. But that's all you need. I know. Holding's enough. Holding is the custom. The custom is only holding. <coughs> You're welcome to do a little lifting if, if you want to. Okay. Um, I think we're done. Yep. Okay. Kuf Mem. Hefsek Berchas Aleph. Hakore Batara Venishtatek. A person's leaning, a person's reading. And he got silent. He lost his voice. It happens once in a while. Chazen, Balkari, all of a sudden his voice is gone. So he gets replaced. And he continues uh, from where the other one left off. Because everything he did was, was kosher. It was fine. Oh, oh, oh. Right, right, right. Sorry. You do go back. You do go back to the very beginning. Right? Vivarech bitchila ubasof. And the second guy, that's the halacha, the second guy says a new bracha before and after. Now the reason why you have to say the new bracha before is because he wasn't machaving to be yotze from the first guy and he's reading new stuff as well. And obviously you have to say an after bracha. And the reason why you do go back to the very beginning and don't just continue from where he left off. Now, you are Yotze B'diever if you just continue from where he left off. Don't think you have to go back and now read all over again. L'chadchila, you do go back because I don't understand exactly, but the concept is every Pasuk needs a, wants or needs its own bracha. It needs a bracha to be said before and a bracha to be said after. If you just continue from where you re- keep reading from, then, then the old stuff never really had the same guy saying a bracha afterwards for it. So anyways, it's definitely only a din la but correct. You go back to the beginning. Now, Ula Rambam, which is not the halacha, lo betchila. The second guy gets up and he doesn't, he just continues reading. But, uh, or you start backwards perhaps. But you don't have to say a new bracha. Because you were yotze from the first guy, you were paying attention. Haga. Okay, you've just pointed out in the Mishnah Bura, the second guy doesn't say Baruch uh, Okay, you don't say Baruch again. Hagav, afilu bazman azesh, shaliyach tzibor kore, dinahachi. And it's the same halacha nowadays, even if you have a, you have a bal kore, it makes no difference. Okay. You just start with the bracha shabach arbanu. Yeah. Because you're just continuing from the first guy. It's not your own separate aliyah. Base. Haomer likod batara. Uberech bracha lefanea. So now one gets up and he reads the Torah and he makes a bracha, um, makes a bracha before. 
Vikara miktat psukim. So in this case, you said a bracha rishona, and you said a, you started reading. You said at least a, one, two psukim. I don't know if, it's, if it matters. Uh, even one. That's what the Mishnah Bura says. Vidiber divrei Torah or divrei Chol. You take a break. You start schmoozing with your friend. You say divrei Torah. So we know that's asr lechatchila. But that's what happened. That's what the guy did. Lo have a hefsek. It's not a hefsek, right? We do that by eating. It's the same, similar concept. It's not a hefsek. We know that by um, Megillah also. You can go on the whole day. And you do not start, you don't have to make a new first bracha. Okay. Um, Gimel. Okay, this is a common issue that comes up. Person gets up to get an aliyah, and the Baal Kari tells him, here, he points, we're going to be reading from here. Although that's not correct. It turns out that was not from where he needs to read from. So then you read, you told, he told you to, to look here and read, so, and say the bracha, so you did. And then, you do start reading from that spot, but the Balkhore realized, whoa, 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 that was a mistake, and he jumps to somewhere else. Or you didn't even start reading, and he realizes, oh, that was a mistake, and he starts rolling a little bit to somewhere else. So these kiru. And they realize that, whoa, they have to read from a, a different uh, column. They're in the wrong place. And so now they turn, they start rolling and turn to the correct place to read. Now, this is, or th- this question is only when you have to turn. It wasn't open in front of you anywhere that was open. Right? It was when you open up to read, it depends how much it's open, but it's usually open anywhere from one to three amudim columns. Um, so then, if it was open anywhere, like the correct place was open somewhere to what you were looking at, this up, down, it doesn't matter. The, everyone seems to say it, not a question. You don't have to repeat the bracha. It works. However, what if you have to turn to a different column? The first opinion is you do not have to uh, repeat the bracha. The bracha works because for one of two reasons. The bracha works because you had a mind for the whole Sefer Torah or you had a mind for the correct reading. The fact that the guy pointed to the wrong place uh, has no bearing. You had a mind to read the correct reading. So that's, that's, the, um, that's the reasoning for those who say not to say bracha. And some say, no, you only had a mind for what was open in front of you. And therefore, you do have to repeat. Um, usually we say, You go up to the second one. But, not always. Depends on the minag, the, the, the latter poskim. And certainly, it's less likely when it's an issue of a bracha. Because of safek bracha sahaka. So, in this case, the svarim do not repeat. They say Savik Brak Sahaka, and many Ashkenazim also do. Such as the Piske Chuvas writes, that is the, the general Minad, and that's the Psaka of the Igras Moshe and Chazanish. However, here the Mishnah Bura says, the Minad is not, you do repeat the Bracha. So, I, I suppose you would ask your local Orthodox rabbi, uh, until you do so, maybe I would say Savik Brak Sahaka, but uh, it's a good task. So, in general, 
if you, whenever you're pretty confident that this is the halacha, we, uh, or you think that the, or more so, when the minag is that this is the halacha, then you never say safak bracha sahaka, generally speaking. Uh, when, when the minag is to say the bracha, you don't say that. And then uh, when you're confident about the halakha, so then uh, that's one of the factors to take in. Okay. Kuf mem aleph. Aleph. Seif aleph. Tzarek likot me'umad. You have to say the bracha standing. That's the, um, that's the kavod sibor. That's uh, based on the pasuk. Ve'ata po amod yimadi. But really that's the, for the kavod sibor. Or kavod atara. And bediyevid. Your yotze if you say it sitting down. Now, afilu lismoch atzmo lakota ola amud asur. Even to lean on the bima, to lean on a table, to lean on a wall, these things are are not okay. It's asur to say the bracha like to say the bracha like that, because you must be standing. And the general rule is, any time you're leaning on something, especially if you were to take that thing away and you'd fall, that's called miyushal. That's the general halacha. That's called sitting down in halacha. It's not called standing. Standing means you're supporting, uh, you're being supported by your own two feet, and you won't fall over. However, Elin Kain who bal basar. But if a person is really, really big, uh, and it's just very difficult for him, or he is, he's sick, or he's very old, so then there are cases where you're allowed to be mekel. Um, okay, we'll discuss it a little bit later. What about leaning on a on a bima that has a, a cloth over it. Um, the mapa, they call it. I don't know another word for it. Where the Torah is resting on it. So it comes a bit of a... It becomes a davar shabik dusha. So that's, that's a question. Uh, it comes up again. But just to jump the gun a little bit, in most some are machmer for it. Because you can't use and benefit from a davar shabik dusha. But many, and I think most, are makil to lean on it because... It was put there on that condition. But you still can't use the mapa for something of a bizoy, uh, disgraceful usage, but it, it was put there and bought there on the condition that people, um, people use it. Some people, most people clop on, on the bima and they don't care that they're going on the mapa, but some people are machma. Okay. Um, No, you're leaning on both. But uh, you're right, you're leaning on both. You're right, you're not allowed to, for saying the bracha. But when, but if after, you're not, you're not saying the bracha, to Kriyat Shema. You just want to, you want to learn while you're leaning on it. Sorry, separate issue, really it comes up very, very soon, but not here, I apologize. Just, it's in the Mishnah Bura, so I threw it in. Why is the mapa relevant, whether the mapa is there or not? You'd be doing the same thing, you'd be on the beam, the same thing, you're using another Kedusha, so why is the mapa... You're right, but it could be tashmish or tashmish. But let's let's good question. Okay. Okay. Good. And that, okay. Base. Loya Shnaim. Two people cannot cannot read at the same time from the Torah. Ella, right, we know by Megillah that's okay, but not here. One has, one can read out loud and one has to be quiet. The, um, the Shiliat Sibor means the Gabai, you know, helps them out quietly. 
Or Shaliyah Tzibor, or the Shaliyah Tzibor, which means Baal Kore reads it out loud. Kore, but the one who gets the Aliyah, he can't read out loud, at least not at the same time. But the one who gets the Aliyah, who's saying the Bracha, he must read it quietly. He must read it quietly, word for word, on an undertone, so that it's not a bracha levatala for him. It must be so quiet that there's air coming out of your mouth, but you can't hear yourself. And, uh, right, some people are hard of hearing and don't realize, so someone should politely tell them. The Hagar says, if it's really quiet, but it's a drop louder than really quiet, and you can barely hear yourself, obviously one guy next to you can also hear you, that's okay. But really, um, yeah, but that's... Lechadchila, the Mishnah Bura writes, even according to the Ramah, you should really keep it so that nobody can hear you. Okay? Gimel. Now, sometimes there's a place where the Minag is that uh, they tell the Ola what to read, word for word. So the one, so the first guy, the, the, the helper is going to say one word at a time. He has to pause. And then, Omra Ola, so that they're not doing it over each other's voices. Okay. Um, good. Dalit. If the Shaliyah Tzibor wants to, the Balkori uh, gets the Aliyah, that's the case. So he wants to get to say the Bracha and read. So technically there could only be one person at the Bima, right? Could be one person at the Bima. However, But the Minag is, you have to have at least one other person there. There should not be two pe- less than two people at the Bima. That's the way the Shulchan Aruch um, says it over. I mean, that seems to be from the, I think it's the Yerushalmi. Shekeshem shenitna Torah al yedei sarsur. Since the Torah was given al yed, uh, through an intermediary, kach anu sarsur. We should also have an intermediary. In other words, that Hashem gave the Torah to Klai Yisrael through Moshe. So you have an intermediary. That's right, an intermediary of, of three. So too, when there's a couple of different ways to understand this. The pshat, uh, one simple pshat is, how does it work here? Um, well, so one pshat, if you look up actually the source inside, the Baal Kore says it is the one, is the one giving it out, giving over the Torah. Who's the one listening? The kahal, the people sitting, uh, or standing, the people, the whole kahal, everyone, B'nai Israel, listen, listening. And who's the the, the media the, the, the um, intermediary? So it's either the meturgaman, um, the one right repeats over in, in Aramaic, or it's this other person who's just standing there. So in other words, nowadays according to the Shulchan Aruch, you need to have at least the balkore, somebody standing there to remind us of Moshe Rabbeinu, the intermediary, and then all of Klai Yisrael is listening. There is a minhag to have three. Some people always have three up there. One is Kanega the Avot. Another one says that, no, you need a third person who's really the Makabel. We want to have all three at the Bima, and it doesn't include all of us who are sitting around. So, do you, do you mind saving it for the end? I'm just about done.
Sorry, let me, let me just finish this. Ein atzibur v'shayim la'anot amen achetich la'bracha mipiakore. Again, the shaliyat zibur has to answer amen after the bracha is completely finished. Ve'ein akore v'shayalikro b'tarach yich la'amen mipiat zibur, and so to the next one. Um, we'll stop here.